Hi, and welcome to this week's episode and call of Planet Positive Ventures. I'm Julian Guderlei. I'm really excited for this one. We're a global think tank, a venture capital advisory and accelerator serving to address humanity's most pressing needs and its symbiotic existence with nature. So a warm welcome to my co-host and founder of Planet Positive, Peter Crane. Thank you, Julian, and greetings. Welcome, everyone. So grateful you're here today. And um, we're looking forward to hearing how the indigenous ancient wisdom that allows us to thrive in harmony with nature is a truly a salvation and beacon for our progress forward, away from all the extractive and mindless spending and consuming into uh, a true state of blessed existence and where everything flourishes and everyone uh, has plenty and um, shares happiness together. So. Um, yes, welcome everyone. Thank you, Julian. And uh, we look forward to hearing from our presenters. Yeah, thank you, Peter. So our virtual gathering this week features Le Ciel Foundation and two of its co-founders, Olivier Girard and Jesse Valfourlin. Welcome, Olivier, and welcome, Jesse. Their, their mission, the mission of Le Ciel Foundation is building change through conscious evolution. So that means connecting ancestral wisdom to the current reality and modern technology while keeping the vision of what is necessary for all life to thrive in harmony. And, you know, Lucille Foundation does so with a myriad of projects and allies around the world, guided by three principles, education as growing humans, inclusion as we're, you know, it's time to include and become one with nature once again and preservation, time to give back to nature. And before we get Olivia and Jesse started and, and have them share with us, it's worth mentioning that they also produced a full-length documentary movie called The Twelve. Uh, highly recommend for everyone to watch this um, later, later today or later this week or during the holidays. So with these words, welcome. Uh, welcome, Jesse. Welcome, Olivia. Thank you so much. Thank you, Julian. Thank you, Peter. Um, well, we're excited to, to be here and to share um, a quick synopsis of what it is we do at Le Ciel and we really hope you'll resonate with it. And we thought the best way to start would be to share a, a very short, um, about seven minute video with you presenting, giving you an overview of Le Ciel before talking to you about a few of our projects. So. Yeah, exactly. And um, again, hello everyone. And you know, there's a few faces that we recognize that you know we've met before and we're very happy to, yeah. <laughs> it's always good to feel as a strong community. Um, so again, thank you for having us. Uh, if we can actually share our screen, uh, exactly, we'll do that right away and then go to the presentation. Le Ciel Foundation is a UK-based charity co-founded in 2016 by nine women and men from five nationalities. Our purpose is to help humanity reconnect to nature and its true nature, and to create a future that supports all life for generations to come. The foundation was born out of a common realization that we couldn't wait for anyone else to create the world we want to live in and leave to our children. A world instilled with positive values and principles that drive every one of our actions. All co-founders are part of the same mystical tradition and received a mission through initiation that for some felt too big to accomplish in one lifetime. We decided to join forces to be in service to one another's missions and created Lucien Foundation. In its essence, Lucien is an interface between ancestral wisdom and modern society. 
We act as a trusted conduit for wisdom traditions, protecting their existence and primordial knowledge, which we translate and adapt into practical content, workshops and models for Western society. We know that alone we can't achieve the global change that is needed, and so we are happy to collaborate with other organisations aligned with the values of integrity, reciprocity, authenticity, transparency, simplicity and unity. By spreading these values and principles quickly within every layer of society, we are aiming to reach a critical mass of aligned people to tip the scales and create a paradigm shift beneficial to all life. As given by Wisdom Traditions, 2026 is our deadline to shift from a path of revolution revolving to the same point to an ascending global evolution. Our mission is driven by spiritual guidance and consultation as we were taught in our ancestral lineage of Bwiti. We are learning every day and are doing our best to walk the talk. Our very first mission brought together 12 elders from wisdom traditions across the globe at the United Nations in New York in November 2017. Setting their cultural differences aside, they conducted a unique ritual in complete unity on an ancestral point of concentrated energy. Each of the elders remind us what it means to be human and how important it is to live in harmony with one another and with nature in these troubled times. Their innate wisdom is captured in the feature-length documentary The Twelve, available to watch for free in nine languages on our website. Our current missions are based on three foundational pillars, education, inclusion, and preservation. Our first pillar is education, exemplified by our first feature film, The Twelve. We are now working on a version of the film adapted to children and are creating an educational program for schools inspired from the wisdom of the elders. We are also developing an animated series of short films, providing pragmatic tools to apply wisdom to our daily life as well as a training program for companies based on ancestral wisdom. Our second pillar is inclusion. We collaborate to create models for society that seamlessly blend universal values and principles with a conscious approach to technology and new paradigms of living, embracing our oneness and interconnectivity. An example of this work is the Holistic Vision Symposium, a community of 144 innovators, entrepreneurs and philanthropists from over 40 countries, facilitated by Lucille Foundation. Symposium participants learn how to move out of their own way and embrace their gifts to reach group coherence, to be in service of universal plans and to tap into collective intelligence. Focused on 12 critical topics, participants are tackling the key issues of our day, encompassing all the elements required to live within a thriving world. The goal is to receive and implement global holistic models that can change the world for the better. Some of these groups are already providing fruit. The Holistic Vision Symposium is building a culture of solution-oriented projects based on three questions. Is it good for me? Is it good for the others and all living beings? Is it good for the planet and the next seven generations to come? Our third pillar is preservation. Lucien champions the implementation of reciprocity at all levels of society to create abundance and balance for nature and generations to come. Projects include the Asagaya Declaration for the Protection of Natural Sacred Sites, announced at Davos 2020, and Earth Mandates in partnership with the Fountain and ICEED to heal and reactivate sacred sites around the world and build spaces to share ancestral wisdom. 
Another initiative is around the protection and regeneration of sacred territories and their guardian populations. Using templates co-developed with indigenous communities that can be replicated globally on any type of territory. This initiative brings together a network of organizations and individuals in full service of the sites and their inhabitants. If you want a taste of how ancestral wisdom can be applied to your life and the lives of your loved ones, join our global ecosystem and community. Every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. GMT, we host Mind Dives, 30-minute customized guided journeys into your subconscious for you to let go of limiting beliefs and transform deeply rooted programming so that you can embrace yourself and the future you want to build. If you feel called to support our missions and want to help amplify and accelerate our global impact, become an ally of ours today. And yeah, that was that was the video. So we apologize for the little pop-ups and notifications. Obviously, I didn't close all of the 150 apps that are running at the same time. So apologies for that. Do you want to tell us a bit more about jump into some of the projects? Or? Yeah, sure. Uh, um, so as Julian said, we uh, everything that we do is based on three uh, different pillars: education inclusion and preservation. Um, we do have an extensive uh, array of projects, but we chose to talk about two in particular. One is in the uh, education uh, pillar, and the other is in the inclusion one. And the first one is the, the 12 for kids. So uh, you've seen images of the, uh, the film, the 12, within that video. That film has been uh, downloaded and seen uh, or streamed we have around 160,000 viewers at the moment. It's been launched about a year ago without any marketing whatsoever, just you know, word of mouth and, and the impact that the film has because it's uh, solely about the messages that the, those 12 elders want to transmit to the world. Well, the, the, uh, the actual effect the, the film has on people is that they receive uh, a, a true transmission and true energetic transmission straight to it through the heart and usually it has a, 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 a vivid impact on their lives uh, after seeing the film. Um, we've done um, numerous numbers of screenings of that film and we had some children um, actually look at the, at the film but we uh, quickly realized there was a limitation to it uh, as the, the film is entirely subtitled and uh, it's not the best format. Uh, for children to actually apprehend the, uh, the the nature of the messages. Yeah, so on the back of that, we actually went and did some screenings at schools in particular and got some really positive feedback and started to actually really listen to the, the kids in these schools and say, you know, how, how would you want to work with this film? And so we'll be developing the 12 for kids. Um, and, and it's a really exciting project because the goal is that it's in a format that's easier for kids to take on board, where it's not translated from 10 languages, but it's just perhaps narrated and and delivered in a way that's, that's much um, easier for, for children to take on board. And alongside the 12 for Kids would be developed an educational curriculum so that it becomes a really fun learning activity and program for children to learn about the wisdom of the elders, but in such an approachable and fun way that, that wisdom becomes the norm. 
So yeah, two reasons for that is that the, uh, you know, we also realize that global change needs to come from the younger generations. Um, uh, the way their parents are actually, you know, stuck uh, without a lot of choice for that within the system. The, uh, one of the best entry points is through the younger generations and then, you know, things trickle up uh, uh, and, and uh, just propagate within the family. Um, uh, so that, that was the, the first reason. And then the second reason is that there is a way, um, uh, when we talk about wisdom traditions, we talk about all the wisdom. We don't, we, we don't limit ourselves or our vision to tribes in the uh, Amazon forests or you know, Native Americans. Wisdom is everywhere. It's present in pretty much every country. And, and what we're missing at the moment is just you know, common sense that our grandfathers and our grandmothers actually share uh, exactly like the, the wisdom traditions over the world um, do right now. So, um, you know, setting up a curriculum can be totally customized as well. And so the goal is, uh, and it's happening at the moment, we're getting in touch with more and more organizations around the world that have access to local wisdom and uh, who could actually help us uh, uh, or help school or school systems actually customize uh, their own, uh, the 12th program with wisdom from uh, their uh, region. And so that could create extra link, uh, uh, extra community links uh, with those children that would actually learn about, you know, uh, uh, populations that live uh, 20 miles from them that they never heard of uh, before. And, and, and then reinforcing the natural uh, weaving of, of uh, traditional uh, uh, knowledge and modern society. So that's one thing. We ambition to have that uh, 12 uh, for kids film ready within the next year and a half. Um, uh, hopefully the film will be ready within a year and then the curriculum will be uh, developed on top of that and will be ready maybe six months afterwards. Um, uh, and you know that leaves us the time to actually multiply the contacts within different school systems so that we're not limited to private uh, uh, systems, but can really go public and, and, and make it as it's such a useful tool that it can be propagated and, and it can pollinate uh, very easily. Mm, absolutely. Um, we'll just quickly tell you about a second project of ours. So you might have seen Julian and Shane pop up in the video. They were both there on the images for the Holistic Vision Symposium. And that's a really, really exciting initiative. It brings together 144 um, innovators, investors, creators, thought leaders from around the world, along with alongside indigenous elders from, from all countries. And the goal is really for this community to create initiatives that have the potential to, cat to catalyze a global shift, to really create the planetary shift that we're all working towards. Um, and so the project is, is hugely ambitious as it asks that people don't tap into the intelligence of their minds, but taps, tap into the collective intelligence that we can all uh, find by by really stepping into a space in which we allowed in which we allow sorry guidance to come through us and so uh, the holistic vision symposium is we're launching a new program in in february 2021 <coughs> and it will lead it will lead the community through a week by week process <clears throat> in which they'll be able to completely get out of their own way and allow this guidance to come through and then be able to act on this guidance and put it into action and and the goal really being to create uh, projects that, that um, how to say, 
projects that impact every aspect of society. So it's not about looking just at water or just at education, but it's really about thinking holistically, hence the name of the of the event of the symposium, Holistic Vision Symposium, and to bring together the best of everyone and the best of what everyone can receive to create um, solutions with that global potential. Um, yeah, that's in the way um, and this is why this project is particularly included in the inclusion pillar, uh, because the goal of the inclusion pillar is to um, uh, create frameworks or models that actually seamlessly blends wisdom traditions or wisdom, original wisdom with uh, modern ages and technologies and ways to think and because the, the goal is not to you know go back to uh, leave, living in caves the goal is to actually be able to adapt uh, in in positive and sustainable ways that actually will benefit seven generations uh, um, after us so uh, what we're trying to do here is to have a proof of concept that you can you know have uh, new ways to co-create together uh, based on very foundational uh, principles uh, and, and foundational uh, perspectives that uh, can be taught by the, uh, the wisdom traditions and adapted to such programs that, you know, they can be used to find holistic solutions to the problems of the world, but also solutions in your company, solutions in your family, solutions in your community. It's just a new way to co-create that, that uh, enables people to vibrate collectively in such a way that they can tap uh, into um, a, a higher source of consciousness and then not create solutions, not uh, drive the whole process, but actually, you know, uh, uh, be there and receive whatever um, the universe wants to give you as instructions. And we truly believe that um, this is so groundbreaking uh, uh, that it can uh, transform the, the entire fabric of society. So the goal there with this program is within a year to have proof of concept that, you know, uh, you can start with people um, that are uh, like you and us and take them to a, a point where the whole community, the whole sets of groups uh, uh, access information that they couldn't have access before. And then how do we adapt that to governments, to companies, to school systems? is going to be the follow-up to that. Yeah. Maybe we stop there and hand over to Julian. And yeah, of course. Exciting, you guys. Well, thank you for um, sharing, you know, sharing both the clip and also some insights into, you know, all the work you're doing. Um, very excited, of course, for creating the 12 for kids. I didn't know about that part. And um, I wanted to mention something that, you know, you have on your website as well when people want to stream the movie and I shared the link in the chat. This film provides an even better experience when watching in a group. It's very interesting how watching it together kind of almost creates this coherent space you, you mentioned. Absolutely. And so the, the whole idea when we launched the film was, okay, let's make it super easy for people to create screenings with their community. So the film is delivered with a whole you know, pack uh, of, of different mediums and, and different things that can, or guidelines that can help you create screenings. And then, uh, COVID happened, so that that put a little you know break on things. But we hope that you know once the things go back to um, I, I won't say normal, but um, to a more positive uh, uh, situation, then the screenings will actually uh, uh, you know uh, uh, resume. Resume, Continue, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So before we pass it for uh, around for questions and answers, which I think there'll there'll probably be be many different questions. I'd love to know from the two of you, um, how can we as a community support Lasiel Foundation? So there are many different projects that you're running. Um, you're a non-for-profit organization, is that right? We're a registered charity in the UK. So we have a, a charitable arm in the US as well. So it's a fiscal sponsor in the US. Yes, we are a charity. So we yeah. did, we function with uh, donations, pretty much. We're, we're not a foundation per se. It was something we- it's Part of the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the name that, that was actually downloaded, which yeah. uh, we, we never thought would have uh, consequences. But uh, in terms, and I think you asking that question, Julian, in terms of support, a, there's the call for funds, and B, there's the call for collaboration. Um, there's obviously a lot of projects in the in the presentation we shared, and we'd be very happy for you to share that with the whole community if anyone wants to have a second watch at it. But on every one of our projects, they're only able to happen because of the partners that we work with who believe just as much in the projects that we're bringing to life as we do. So absolutely funds and collaboration, I'd say. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and, and within every project, um, we've seen that, you know, both are as important in terms of uh, leading us to completion of the, uh, the projects and success uh, of it. We have many different examples of, of um, you know, funding from uh, individuals and, uh, and uh, companies uh, and many other examples of uh, just collaboration that, uh, you know, led us to absolutely incredible results. Mm -hmm. So, um, and also we are firm believer in the, the principles of uh, reciprocity. So we're also very curious of what we can do for you, uh, for your community and how we can be, a, a, you know, a, an integral part of it uh, by exchanging whatever resources, contacts, skill sets uh, we have that can be of any help to uh, you guys. Yeah, thank you so much, you too. Let's let's open it up for questions and answers. I think you know we have about half an hour in our last call of the year. Let's make it more interactive. Peter, you're, you have a big smile on. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed the presentation. Thank you so much. And uh, you know, we we are very grateful for the offer to collaborate, and we'd be we'd be honored and delighted to collaborate with your foundation. The work you're doing is truly remarkable. And uh, you know, based on my own experience, uh, about 20 years ago, I went and lived in India and Nepal and immersed myself in Tibetan Buddhism deeply. Almost became a monk, in fact. And, <laughs> and uh, but I, I decided maybe I could do more good in, in the in the cities than in the mountains. <laughs> but um, no, I really get where you're coming from with your philosophy, and uh, was really encouraged that you're formatting or creating content for children specifically because as everyone knows it's much easier to learn foreign languages as a child and it's much easier to imprint positive messaging and behavior I think and that you'd have children seeing this as a natural way of being and learning this wisdom early on it becomes much easier to maintain that as a foundation as you as you grow you provide those roots from when the tree is first growing and the tree you know, grows in the, in the most healthy fashion. And I think it's so important to reach the children. So uh, anything Planet Positive can do to support you, don't ever hesitate to reach out to us. Um, and we, we look forward to, to um, yeah, to helping, to helping uh, 
our, our shared missions any way we can. So thank you so much for, for your time today and for sharing what you're doing with our community. Thank, uh, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you, you, Peter. And, and we have to say we had the same realization that, you know, we, we could have become monks ourselves. We could have stayed in Gabon and, and you know, studied for years uh, the Guiti tradition. But we realized that uh, to actually impact the world and, and create change, you have to do that from the inside. Um, you know, you have to instill the system and make it explode from within. So uh, thank you for doing that. And, and we're very aligned with the, your vision, definitely. Yeah, and, and I'll add one last thing, um, which is what started me thinking about my time in, in the Buddhist monasteries, was I became really clear, and this was like 20 years ago, that someday I would be involved with a foundation that would bring Buddhist messaging into this, the modern world in a way that wasn't, it wasn't like, dogma was like you were just working weaving it into the fabric of society by reinforcing positive behavior with the correct messaging um so it's not like hey you know you must subscribe to this philosophy or some religion it's more like this is the way to create the best society and make it an obvious choice but we've weave that messaging into um day-to-day -day life and uh yeah so making it fun, maybe the movies, maybe making some games with those, these messaging, gamifying the messaging. Um, and then, you know, like Joe on our team, I'm sure we'll have some words, uh, getting these kind of plots more scripted for, you know, Hollywood and the mainstream media and getting this messaging, you know, more woven into the communication. So um, I'll leave it at that. I took up a lot of time already, but thank you so much. Thank yeah, thank you, Peter, as well, for, you know, sharing a little bit about your journey. And everyone, your questions are welcome. You can put them in the chat or unmute yourself at the right time and, and ask them. And um, George, I, I know you have a question, but Joe already put one in the chat. So I'm going to pass it to Joe first because she's curious about, you know, um, the spiritual tradition and how the, the two of you in the foundation connected with it. Okay, so it's, may I, uh, could you, could you, please jo Joe, do you want to, do you want to just share your sure. question out loud? Yeah. Hi, I'm Jo, um, and I'd like to understand more about the, the, the roots of your spiritual tradition. What is it? How did you both get involved? Um, I'm, I find it fascinating, so I'd like to understand more about that. Beautiful. Uh, well, thank you for this question. The, so the source of our spiritual uh, tradition is uh, Gabon, and uh, more precisely, the, the pygmies uh, from Gabon, which they, they inherited that culture from the, the spiritual uh, and magic schools of ancient Egypt. Um, and so the, the culture is a, a very ancient culture. How we were put in touch with it was a, a funny story. One Gabonese uh, initiate actually saw in a vision that he needed to come to France, uh, to Europe, to create a, a format of initiation uh, through rituals that could actually uh, uh, resonate with the Western uh, way of thinking. And so we, um, this is how we got in touch with the tradition. Um, uh, some of us le lived in France at the time, and uh, we met with Aristide, who um, introduced us to uh, the Gabonese culture. And then from that point on, um, we kind of connected uh, all together through different um, uh, sessions that he organized. 
Um, and then we, we decided um, after some years to take it uh, further to go in Gabon and, and get uh, traditionally uh, um, uh, initiated uh, there uh, by um, Master Atom Ribanga. Uh, Who's in the 12. Uh, from and Libreville Canada, yeah. and others um, uh, after that. Mm. And, and how we ended up at these specific sessions was, a, I mean, you don't want to say a mistake, but absolutely not. You actually don't know what you're stepping into when you're, when you're showing up at one of these sessions. So I'd say a calling, a calling to go and discover something. Um, I mean, speaking for myself, driven from a, a, a strong rooted desire to find out what's hidden behind the, beneath the surface uh, in, in, of life, of the story that we're told. We're trying to understand more than what we're told as part of Western society. Yeah. And and is, is there an Egyptian, um, uh, an Egyptian master or something that is being channeled? Is there? Where does the intelligence come from? Oh, the no, the the intelligence. So the the culture, the uh, the, the foundations come from ancient Egypt, but then translated through the pygmies became the you know original spiritual tradition there. And then uh, got spread through uh, Gabon. The uh, the the message or the essence of the message comes from spirit itself uh, within the tradition, um, and is held by a, a number of uh, medicine plants as well uh, uh, that are you know endemic to Gabon. And it's it's a mystical tradition. So just like we do in the foundation, we're never going to be told this is truth, this is reality, this is your truth. It's always about what you receive. And so that's why that's such an important component, as Peter was saying, to the work we do in Le Ciel. It's always about enabling people to receive their own wisdom, not telling them this is the way. Yeah, no dogmas, only uh, direct experience. Thank you for your question. That's a great question. Definitely uh, one of the first questions I had for you guys when I, when I first met you. Um, George, are you, are you back with us? You want to ask a next question? Yes, I, I wanted to, first of all, thank you for your work. And then also uh, part of what we're going through right now on the planet is, is um, you know, we, we maybe want to keep the best uh, idea of people's motivations, but there's a purposeful um, decision to, you know, create the reality we're in. And, 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 and so I think it's important for us to, to acknowledge that. And then also some of the folks I'm, I, I happen to work with the Buckminster Fuller Institute and, and, and his work to align humanity with nature. And then uh, in relation to the film, which from the little bit you've shared, seems so beautiful. I wanted to uh, let you know that um, Malcolm Gladwell in one of his books, I remember reading about uh, when Sesame Street was created for children and they tried to analyze how children learned and they wanted to give content every week and they thought they had to change it. Um, Sesame Street, in case you don't know, is a very popular show for children. Yes. And, and, and uh, so what they found was that the children would watch the same show five days a week, but they, when they put them into understanding how their mind was absorbing the content, they found that they found that that they looked at and absorbed different parts of the show with each viewing. So you know, it was just a little thing to share with you as you develop the the children's um, programs, which I think is very important. That children are constantly 
you know, searching and, and figuring out how to make sense of their environment with nature and, and what calibrate what they're seeing with what they're feeling. And, and Bucky had a great line. He said, every child is born a genius and we de-genius them by the way we bring them up. And he said, when the reason children pick things up and put them in their mouth and bite on them and knock them together and stuff is because they're trying to calibrate or, or, or make a relationship between what they're feeling and what the nature world is with the pictures that are created in their minds and how their senses are interacting with those physical um, attributes. So thank you for your great work. I look forward to learning more and um, uh, alo aloha from the uh, from Hawaii. <laughs> aloha. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Did we resonate with everything that you said and, uh, and we, we know this is why we want to make it a, a short format of around 20 minutes for the, uh, the 12 for kids and which will revolve solely around the, the messages of the elders. But then we already have plans for the follow-up to that, which, you know, would be short animated films with very pragmatic tools for kids uh, that they could watch over and over again. Um, so very much aligned with what you're saying um, and, and, and resonate fully with, with that. Thank you for sharing. Violet, yeah, go ahead. I see you just unmuted yourself. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you. Uh, this is um, uh, clearly the gift of this time of the year. All of us have been meditating and chanting to lead up to this special time of the 21st and the planetary alignment. And this is clearly a sign of the gift that we're receiving. Um, we, I, had, I was at a breath ceremony this past weekend and I really wanted to go because I heard there are a lot of children there. So we had sound healing and a lot of breathing exercises. And at the end, we had a circle to share how we feel. And a lot of us here, I think, are gathering together because we have had a chance in life to unlearn what we had learned uh, to a certain extent and to deprogram ourselves from what we had been programmed to believe and to believe in magic and to you know know that if we connect to the spirit we can uh, we, we can we can do anything there is that we want to do together but what was interesting in that circle was uh, the adults we were all talking about the trauma that we have been through and how good it was to get together and then children were coming in and saying how they saw their animal spirit and they saw all of these patterns. They were explaining and describing experiences that mostly you hear adults speaking about when they have psychedelic experiences or maybe very, very deep meditation retreats, which tells us that they are really the enablers on earth, um, which is why I'm really interested in that part of your work. Uh, ever since starting to work with autistic children to learn that they are the real artists in the world and they're completely misunderstood about 11 years ago i started to connect with them with music and uh, i have not been able to uh, stop thinking about education and how we can actually create these tools to help children in the world to believe in their true magic and to sort of move them away from the systems that we were we were uh, put in and we were we were led to learn which is why i want to ask you on how there is a lot of people on this call and all of us are connected to so many different channels that can help with scaling this project and with creating it 
aside from the fact that the spirit is going to lead it and there's no real need for planning and we understand all of that but i think it would be very helpful for us to know when we're speaking of collaboration specifically for myself and i can speak for many others on the call i would like to know what we can do for the work that you're doing for children specifically and how we can collaborate to make sure that we scale because there are many children out in the world that don't have access to parents or friends or family that can share the movie with them and they are actually in more need than you know a child that has parents who are conscious and meditate every morning and tell them to go hug the trees and to go uh, listen to the birds sing but there are children out there who don't have that and they need it most and they're misunderstood so I think we all need to know and learn a little bit better on how we can collaborate because when we know that we can execute on it a lot better then we can channel that and we can connect to know what it is that we can bring on board and that's not a question that you need to necessarily answer right now but i think all of us would like to know further down the line very specifically how we could help you um, and i'd be honored to be part of this project and to collaborate because it is very close to all of our hearts and thank you for, for the great work that you're doing this is wonderful well, thank you, Violet, uh, for, you know, everything you've said. So you're absolutely right. You know, the, the, the better we define uh, how we can collaborate and what the needs are, uh, uh, the, the more uh, chances of success um, we have uh, all together. So we're not able to uh, fully answer uh, your question at this moment, but we do acknowledge that at one point uh, it will be put on the table. But what we know for the moment is that uh, we're in the midst of, you know, uh, uh, look, well, we're actually uh, looking for the funds um, around this film and we're moving forward around that, even though we haven't completed uh, uh, the full funding um, circle for that. So that's one first thing, uh, the, be, being able to fund the projects. And then the second thing is um, the actual writing of the, uh, the film itself. Uh, because we have two or three points of entries of, of people that um, have been, um, uh, you know, playing with um, ancient ancient mythology and ancient lore uh, uh, telling and storytelling from all kinds of different places. We can help us do that, but um, we're still looking for, you know, uh, contacts of people who could actually help us write the, the perfect script. Uh, uh, for um, uh, these children. And then there will be a search for the perfect studio to actually animate all that uh, at one point. And then the, the fourth uh, part will, or the fourth and fifth part will definitely be um, the, the right schools or teaching uh, uh, organisms that we can develop the, the uh, curriculum with and then the fifth part will be the lobbying. The lobbying is exactly what you're saying, not be uh, for it, for the, the, that whole curriculum and film not to be limited to rich private schools who we actually resonate with the, the whole project, but be able to go to, into the public system uh, and, and, and be in such a situation that the public system realizes how a precious tool that can be. So there's five different stages and for the moment we're on the very early stage, knowing that we're also uh, 
developing a whole program around the film, around the 12, a whole program, a learning platform with Evolver uh, at the moment to, you know, help adults get the most uh, lessons out of the film as well. And this way, we also um, uh, think that we'll get more and more leverage through the, the 4.2 million uh, uh, followers of Evolver uh, will have more leverage on the, the impact that a film for the kids uh, would have through these uh, adults. So it's a, a work in progress and everything, the, the pieces are coming up together. But again, uh, you are absolutely 100% right and this is the way uh, to move forward. And just to close on the, the funding, uh, we're looking for just under £250,000 for the pre-production, I mean all the phases and you mentioned essentially um, so just to give you a rough indication, and obviously when we send through a more detailed breakdown of all the collaboration funding points, we can include that. Yeah, 250 for, for the film. Yeah, for the film. For the funding, actually, a friend of mine who has a very, um, also, um, I want to say, very holy project going on. They had a fundraising project that was live last weekend and people could donate anywhere from $10 all the way up, depending on how much they could. Uh, so everybody has busy lives and we wanna donate and we hang up the phone and we could sometimes forget, right? But this weekend live video that was just showing, it was on animals. So it was sort of like a Disney, movie but live it was so beautiful and so many people donated that they really were able to gather some initial funding for for an initial project and they need a lot more they're, they're looking for millions of dollars but for the amount that you're looking for I think a live project that would bring children and uh, sort of it would be very very helpful you'd be surprised how far it goes because as we were sitting online and watching we were just clicking the button and donating and I heard from so many of my friends who actually were kind enough to accept the invitation and join they were just sending me messages and thanking me I'm like don't thank me like I'm the sort of like the gmail girl to forward the message but i think that would be very helpful and i'd be more than happy to help and support that to spread the word if you decide to do something like that it can even be the the 12 or 12 movie we can maybe gather everybody together to watch it all of us together i probably will do this with my friends to schedule a zoom call see how many people will join and watch it but then if you have donate button that as you're as they're watching they can donate it will go a far far away and i'm going to stop here so others who are much more wiser than me can speak thank you so much and really, really quickly, I also don't want to forget to say, please remind me to introduce you to my friend and fellow Buddhist, Jeffrey Brown, who is a director. Have you heard of him? I haven't. I haven't, no. Yeah, so it's a, I think it'll be an amazing uh, connection for you. Uh, he has an Oscar and two Emmys, and he specializes in directing child, child actors. And um, I think that he would have about all the connections you could possibly dream up for that, for the, for the children's film and, and uh, have lots of ideas on how to fund, um, on fund that, that film because he, I helped him produce a film called Sold, which was about, you know, stopping human trafficking. And um, yeah, he, he spent a lot of time figuring out how to get that funded. And, and mm -hmm. I think he did tremendous research for you so let's i'll make please remind me if i don't do it automatically oh, thank you so much beautiful
Thank you. Uh -huh. And thank you, Joanne, as well. We can see you put a message in the chat. So we've grabbed your email and we'll follow up with you. Thank you so much. That's, and I yeah. believe we had Hannah with another question. Hannah, do you do you want to share your question? Yeah, um, thank you. I I had the honor of seeing the film last year, a early version of it when I was over in Europe and um, got to meet some of the filmmakers. And, and yeah, it is quite an experience. And um, I have two questions. First, sticking on the um, concept of, of making this available more for youth, I'm wondering if you have any young people who are consulting to it and that you're actually bringing into the process to see yes. how they would like to be presented to. Yes, so the, uh, the, the first um, uh, pair of contacts that we did with, with a, a school called Bedales here in, in um, the UK. And the goal is um, the children develop their own programs. Mm -hmm. uh, so the goal is to you know, show them the film and then see what they would uh, make, what they would, their input would be in, in creating a, a whole program around it. And this is exactly the angle we want. We want, uh, you know, uh, kids to see whatever we want to show them and then have the hands-on uh, control of what they're going to create around it and how they're going to spread and pollinate it around. So um, it's a great idea. Thanks for suggesting that. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, with um, I work with the Abundant Earth Foundation, and we try to support as many youth permaculture projects as possible around the world. And it's just so amazing when they feel empowered, how much more the youth will run with it. So uh, that sounds like a beautiful approach you're taking. Um, my other question was, I, I just recently had the honor of connecting with you both um, and a few others on this call in the Sacred Economics course. Um, a nine week program that just ended that was really more of now the doors are opening and really about how do we bring indigenous wisdom to, I don't want to just say the financial world, but you know, all of our economic systems. And it's something I'm very interested in also, and was wondering if you could maybe just kind of expand maybe a little bit of where you see your foundation's role in this and helping to invite in people involved in the financial system to um, be, be able to tap into this wisdom, even if we're not able to go to one of your gatherings and beautiful events right now, how, how can we start to apply this to our daily thinking? So uh, the, uh, so for us, the, the sacred economics, uh, the, uh, the, was something of interest because you know we hear uh, about sacred economics but we, we can't really put a definition to it and we certainly can't um, and so we we went there uh, as part of the uh, the global project uh, around sacred territories that we have running with the the fountain and one ancient future and and what we've seen through the uh, sacred economics um, uh, workshop is that you know something is converging uh, and, and and is um, trying to take shape at the moment. Uh, from our side, the, uh, the, the our input in that for the moment is really through the sacred territories initiative, and the sacred territories initiative is for us a way. So really briefly uh, spoken is is. It, it started with the, uh, the, the will to protect sacred natural sites. 
and to reactivate uh, those sites uh, because they're part of the, the global health of the planet and the global equilibrium of the planet. And then starting from that, we're like, okay, we went to um, the Asekaya uh, Convention where a whole declaration was made around the, the protection uh, of the sacred sites and not only the protection of the sacred site itself, but the creation of a buffer zone around it and then the creation of a third zone where the guardian populations would be protected and where um, maybe uh, tourism around sacred uh, sites could be reinvented into being a positive experience rather than something that is so destructive for this, the sites itself and do it in a way that it would be economically so viable that we could protect those sites from companies trying to extract the minerals or the resources from there. And then it, it expanded into a whole initiative to uh, protect and regenerate the sacred site themselves, but the whole region around it included the garden populations. And then it came to us that maybe because those, those populations and those sites were so aligned with original principles that are crucial to our society, but uh, are uh, missing uh, from our society right now, that they would be the best template to uh, try to mix everything together. The original principles, the conscious technologies, the new forms of regenerative currencies, the, uh, the circular economies, and make it uh, uh, you know, the best testing grounds because not only the populations are aligned, but the whole place vibrates at such a, a frequency that we would be helped uh, in, in a way to have a successful uh, templatizing of the whole thing. And then once we have templates around that, not only we have uh, succeeded in protecting uh, sites like Black Hills, or uh, you, you know, we have a whole list of different sites that we want to address around that, but we create templates that could be adapted to any part of the planet, which is not a sacred territory per se, but is as sacred as any other place. So uh, how, and that would of course include uh, uh, all sorts of different permaculture uh, uh, techniques that would and weave in the actual knowledge, the local knowledge uh, uh, that is important for the, 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 the flora and the fauna with techniques that they've never heard of before and that could be immensely uh, successful. So have templates where it's not about helping the sacred territories and, and the populations. It's about a true reciprocity where they get out of it as much as we get out of it uh, uh, in archiving and having uh, 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 templates that we know work and can be adapted to uh, somewhere else. Um, so that's that's the the angle that we have at the moment, developing that. And within that, uh, the, the global community that we met through the, uh, the sacred economics and that we're meeting today with your community is, is such a tremendous uh, uh, amount of different skill sets, resources, and that, you know, it, it combines a, a layer cake of uh, true benefits that we can bring in uh, the equation. And, and, and uh, for all, you know, for, to take all of our different missions and have them thrive all at the same time around a common project. Um, so that's, that's our angle at the moment. Thank I you, Olivier. Yeah, Shane, step on in. I would have called on you next anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you so much, you guys, because um, 
a lot of you, you guys don't realize that a lot of the, uh, the relationships that have happened over the last few years, including my, uh, my participation in, in, in this, uh, this movement here, um, came through the CL Foundation. You know, I met Julian and Lorana and Alan, and then Alan, I met Peter. And so the CL Foundation have been really a catalyst for so much change already in the last few years. And honestly, like some of my favorite people are so humble and, and really, um, we should really band together to help these guys because they are truly in service and, um, and they don't ever ask, you know, I, I, we really have to push them to ask for things uh, and they work really, really hard too. So um, I just want to say thank you so much. My life personally, and I mean this from the deepest part of my heart, is, heart is so much richer um, because of you guys uh, doing what you do um, from, where, from where it, it comes from. Um, and so, yeah, I just wanted to share my gratitude for that. And I'm sure um, Julian is also feeling pretty similar. So thank you guys. Thank you, Shane. Thank you so much, Shane. Uh, we're sending you lots of love, all of you, by the way, but you know, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you, Shane, for those words. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double, double down on that. It's very similar for me personally, the experience over the last three years since we uh, are connected. And, you know, uh, I remember like first interviews, with you, Olivier, and then, um, you know, the Holistic Vision Symposium two years ago in Barcelona, in person with over 144 people, there is a certain kind of magic and coherence that you, you mentioned at the beginning of this call that, you know, it was far from perfect, but it was definitely in the space and everyone who was touched and part of it could feel that this kind of, I'm going to paint a picture, this, this, you know, this golden heartstring that connects us all truly was was palpable and that to go all the way into this call with planet positive today at, at year end at our, our winter solstice and everyone who's here who you know i i know most of you all personally like everyone here is doing amazing work for the planet for humanity for the sacred missions that there are and so again a big thank you back to lucille foundation for connecting many of us and and helping us walk that walk so a big thank you from my heart well, but, you know, thank you back to you. And then, and that's why we're so excited about the, uh, you know, the version 2.0 of the, uh, the symposium that's going to be launched in, in February, because um, we think it's going to, you know, even enhance the dynamic uh, more. Um, and then at the same time, we know we're going to, you know, be looking for more uh, participants. So, um, you know, I'm sure within the, this community we're facing uh, right now, there are potential participants for the, uh, for the training program. So this is very exciting to us. Yeah, huge, huge thank you, Julian and Shane as well for your words. It's uh, really nice to hear some of the, the small ripple effects, but meaningful ripple effects that, that we can have without necessarily meaning to, but glad to hear that all positive so far. And very grateful to, to meet this community. And really, we feel like it's only the beginning of of a lot more co-creation. So thank you so much for this invitation. And Peter as well, same words to you. Absolutely. We're so, we're so very grateful. And at the same time, we're, we're trying to take the yeah. notes of everything that happens in the chat. Yeah. So we apologize if we, our so eyes are going up and left them right. Well, I'll make sure I'd you get a link to the recording. Oh, brilliant. Beautiful. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for and that. And you'll get the chat notes as well. Ah, okay. Amazing. Lucian, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd love to echo um, my my support, my love for our shared mission and how and your particular flavor um, and melody of that shared mission. I, I really um, applaud it. And 
you know, The Twelve is such a powerful film. So thank you for your continued um, resilient effort um, in, in this. And just as a, um, uh, an invitation, I think many of us are listening to the same radio station that maybe used to be like AM uh, quality and now it's gone Blu-ray. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and I think this notion of uh, 12 teams of 12 is something the United Planet has, has you know, we've come to the same conclusion in, in different ways. I knew that the seal uh, did that with the symposium and um, we've come to the same model, but applying it from a game perspective and just one invitation to put, put there is um, Ibiza, I think, is an amazing place to host the next symposium and potentially that ongoing, you know, places where we could partner together to have ongoing year round uh, working groups that could be met with, um, you know, if, if let's say 72 people came from Ibiza, 72 people came from um, from around the world, we could have some like really, really interesting um, uh, ongoing dialogues around this. So just an invitation um, for that. Thank yeah. you. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. The Thank island, you. I would say, I, I'd, I'd say we're, we're like, a, we're, we're the best planetary prototyping lab I've ever discovered. Um, and I've been looking, so <laughs> there's a, there's a, it's, it's, it's the smallest big place in the world. So if, if we can, you know, connect mind, heart, mind, body, and spirit here. Um, you know, be very eager to. Lucien, it's good to see you again. First of it's great all, great to see you, Olivia. Yeah. Great to see you. Sending you lots of love, and uh, yeah, has been coming a lot, uh, and has been you know placed strategically on our path. So um, yeah, we we strongly believe something is going to happen, um, and so let's let's talk. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, everyone. We're going to wrap this call at the end at the top of the hour here. I wanted to express my gratitude for both of you and the Ciel Foundation and also for everyone who's presented this year in the Planet Positive Ventures Circle, everyone who's present. We'll pause for two weeks and come back even stronger in the new year. So thank you so much for your presence, for sharing this mission and for continuing to show up. Here we are. This is your host, Julian. Thanks for listening. I hope you truly enjoyed this episode of Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast and received some insights, knowledge, and a form of learning that you can directly apply to your life, relationships, and business and the way you show up as your best self for the world. Did you know that we just launched a participatory Patreon asking you for your contributions of content and gifting a monthly subscription to our shared mission? The Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast, video interviews and community is growing and together we can make it count and carry big ripples. So go and check out the Patreon. It's linked out in the show notes of every episode. The Patreon for Green Planet, Blue Planet and the community we're building together. Thanks for choosing to support with your time, money or content. And that being said, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, review the show, share it with a friend, spread the love, and have yourself a stellar day. All the best. Mm -hmm.